Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. If you are listening, that makes you a pleasure seeker because if you're not seeking pleasure, you show. And pleasure is a vast, vast, you know, it's, it's this one word that it has this like vast amount of information that follows it. Thus, the show has been on for over seven years with many episodes looking at many different things. And surprisingly, even vanilla sex included in the umbrella of pleasure peeps yes so we're going to talk about that tonight embracing your vanilla sex life because even if you're super into kink you might have moments of having some vanilla moments too and what if it's not an insult to have a vanilla sex life it's and most people weren't quite sure some people actually thought it had to do with the color of the person's skin uh, some people felt that it was automatically considered boring some people felt it's the only way to go the opinions vary as much as you know probably the fingerprints that everybody has the opinions of vanilla are vast the understanding of vanilla is little the <laughs> the, the judgment of vanilla is massive and now we're going to kind of break down what is it actually across why does it sound so judgmental and why people like fear being that like i don't want to be dumb and dumb means i'm vanilla like i don't know how we like associated it some i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a little refreshing insight into what that would be so as we talk about vanilla today, we're going to explore it from a different perspective. And I would love for you guys to come on over to Inspire Choices Network and come and listen to that. Um, and then we can go and talk more about this. So if you want to come over to Inspire Choices Network, join me in the chat room. And then we can have a lot of fun playing with what is vanilla how you can embrace that for your for your sex life you can embrace more than that and i've talked about so many different things you can embrace in your sex life so i'm just uh i'm just really confused this very second hold on okay <laughs> so ah, deep breathe and um, for those of you who did find this in, um, in Facebook, you're gonna find that I am now out of Facebook. So Coolio Schoolio, we are all together in Inspired Choices Network. And um, you can also find me on different, um, different streaming apps as well. So, so I'm gonna just take a deep breath and get recentered. We are trying something innovative 
and the innovation blew my mind and now I need to regroup. So, <laughs> but let's talk about, that was like for me, for, for those of you out there, I am very vanilla when it comes to my radio show. I like it simple. <laughs> and I like to keep it simple. And uh, sometimes we try things out and we sometimes in life we try things out and it gets a little wild. And right there was a little kink moment. I wasn't so vanilla. It kind of took me by surprise. So <laughs> we're going to go back to vanilla and we're going to have some fun with that. And this is what tonight's all about. So if you've ever felt like you've been judged as vanilla or somebody's like, oh, you're so vanilla and, and you feel like, insulted by that just take a minute step right back and see who's judging you who's the person who's thinking that you're boring in bed because the chances are they're not so hot themselves let's face it a lot of people are very critical and judgmental now there's a difference between being not so hot in bed and then there are people who are just unkind inconsiderate and they they have no absolutely no connection to the to the body that that's in front of them that they're supposed to be enjoying so we are not talking about um what i what i want to encourage you to know is if you felt like you've been judged for being vanilla and boring the chances are you are actually probably not boring you just likely know what you like or you haven't explored some other things yet because maybe you haven't been ready to and if that makes you vanilla, that is not an insult. So, so what I, I'm going to reinterpret vanilla tonight. When I think about vanilla, and, and one of my um, friends posted on my Facebook page her thoughts on vanilla, and I thought it was really great because she went into the depths of vanilla. And like, there are different kinds of vanilla, and there's like vanilla from Madagascar, and there's vanilla from here, and there's vanilla from there, and there's nuances in vanilla. I'm like, yes, you get it. You get that vanilla is actually nuances. And one of the beautiful things about what vanilla is, is that vanilla, even like two or 300 years ago, was considered an incredibly exotic spice. It was highly revered. It was like something, you know, if you had to get, you know, if you had to get Madagascar vanilla and have it shipped all the way back to Europe, that was a really big trip for that vanilla to take. And vanilla wasn't growing in like European countries. So it was an exotic flavor to any of us who have European, um, European background for sure. Uh, and a lot of times it would have been pretty expensive for anybody who was in any cultures that didn't have a lot of money. So vanilla was actually considered highly exotic. Now, the funny thing is if you've ever seen a vanilla bean, if you like to cook or you've, act, you know, you've ever seen a vanilla bean or you realize that when you get real vanilla ice cream, there's little black dots in it from the vanilla bean, vanilla is not white. So a lot of people who were putting on my Facebook page, they were like, does that mean it has to do with a white guy? Vanilla itself is not white. Vanilla is such a dark brown that it looks black, right? And it is such a highly flavored flavor and it has so many nuances to it. So I encourage you to look at vanilla in a different way rather than from the judgmental way that our new urban dictionary looks at it well urban dictionary judges a lot of things let's face it i did look at the urban dictionary meaning today and it said that vanilla is i'm going to give you the gist like it pretty much said it's like boring um 
boring, I think was pretty much like the summation. There was like four words, all synonymous with boring. I thought, well, that's fascinating. And then I thought, I'm going to take it from the perspective of the people who originated the term vanilla. And the term vanilla in the sex world was originated by swingers um, to describe somebody who's not so much into the scene of kink or swing or anything that's that's um, kind of hetero, we'll say kind of heteronormative. Although even if you're into a heteronormative relationship, um, that doesn't mean that there might be some, there could be some level of kink going on. You might not be totally vanilla. And also if you are an LGBTQ um, relationship, LGBTQ2S relationship or IA, there's so many variations on that ending. Um, but if you're in a relationship that is LGBTQ as well, you can also be in a vanilla relationship where some of, some of us might have thought, because growing up, I would have thought that, you know, uh, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s and, and anybody who was having a homosexual relationship, because that's pretty much the terminology we used then, right? My mom had a lot of male friends who were gay. I didn't know about their sex life. Why would I, I was a child? Um, I knew they were together. I knew they were like lover. I knew they were like married. In my eyes, they were like married and I didn't think much of it. And the, the relationship though, in that day, their relationships, um, this one person in particular had long-term relationships, 10 years, 20 years. I think right now he's, one of her friends was with his lover for 30 years, long-term monogamous relationships. And I suppose, Pose that um, for you know a cisgender heteronormative kind of um, society at the time they would see that they would see his lifestyle as kind of not vanilla. Although, if you look at his lifestyle, he's been with somebody similar person for so long. They're loyal to each other. They don't stray. They're committed. All of these sort of things that qualify you as vanilla. So you can, you can be in any, um, you can identify in any way sexually and be vanilla. And you're not as boring as people think you are. I bet you're actually probably more exciting than people think you are. So how are we going to embrace our own vanilla sex life? How are you going to embrace the vanilla sex life you have with your partner? And the number one thing for me on this, and I was thinking about this a lot today, because it's not like there's a whole bunch of people writing out there about love your vanilla, vanilla relationship. There's a lot of writing out there really about like judging it. Um, I've looked up some articles that were the, some of the top ranking articles on Google, and a lot of them are very critical and judgmental of it. And I thought, how can we bust out that and allow people to enjoy what they have in that moment and just like be in the relationship that you're in and enjoy that person in that moment and allow it to evolve. So how do you embrace your vanilla relationship? You stop for a second, you see who you're with and you have a moment of gratitude. Thank you so much for being in my life. You know, 
whether they are spanking you once a month or they're never spanking you at all, the way you can embrace your vanilla sex life is to acknowledge the lover that you're with and the gratitude that you have for them. Well, there's an entire hour in one sentence, but no, I've actually got a lot more to say on that. It's kind of the summation of it, though, really, is that if you can be with your partner and you can really enjoy their company while they're there, you know, you're going to have a hell of a lot more fun with them. And those things that people might have judged you as as vanilla oh, you know, you same old sex life or something. It's nobody's effing business if it's the same old sex life, if you're still loving that same old sex life. And that doesn't make you vanilla because for you, if it's exciting for you, then that's all that matters. So what I really wanted to talk about on this show is to stop judging people in general, to stop judging their choices, their lifestyle, their relationships and the sex they're choosing or not choosing, right? And if you're not choosing sex, cool. That's cool too. Uh, you know, people might consider you extra, extra vanilla where you might actually be extra, extra aware that your body does not want to have any playmates right now. And that's okay too. So this is really to have you not only embrace your vanilla sex life, but really it's about embracing you and all the things you are or not are not choosing sexually, whatever that happens to look like. And I was thinking about this too, that, you know, as I mentioned like relationships in the 1980s, how we might've viewed certain things compared to now that what was kinky in the eighties was probably quite average now, right? So I just wanna let all of you know that if you are still in Facebook, if you're hanging out with us on Inspired Choices Network in Facebook and you'd like to come on over and hang out, um, with us and get in the chat room and chat it up, ask me some questions. We'd love to have you on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Click on the chat room if you want to join us in there. You can also click on and listen live in there as well. And I would love to uh, hang out with you guys. So I want you to think about for a moment some of the times in your life where maybe you got bored with sex, bored with your sex life, uh, bored with yourself. And let's try and figure out like, what is it that had the boredom come in and what can we do to change it? Because that's pretty much as simple as it gets. If there's boredom, maybe you're just not really present with your partner right now or yourself. Start there just for one minute. What would that feel like? So as we go to commercial break, I encourage you to just get present with yourself, whatever that looks like for you. If you don't have any ideas, you can always connect with me for some coaching. I've got lots of coaching for getting present and there's tons and tons of episodes in here about that. And we will get into that a little bit more when we come back from the commercial break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So today I'm kind of redefining vanilla, because why not? Because as much as there are definitions out there, the definitions tend to be quite judgy in saying things like, that means that you're boring and that you're traditional and you're this and you're that. And, and I would say that I think there needs to be an understanding of this and maybe a different word or a term where it hasn't been created as derogatory. I know because I'm being so politically correct, <laughs> but we're always finding new words so that we can be less offensive. However, this word has become quite offensive to a lot of people um, who are not into BDSM at all and who are not into straying in relationships. So if you're into if you're into any of that, like I, I support that too, as long as it's consensual. I'm all about consent. That's just my thing is I'm all about consent. And if, if you're in a relationship and there's, you know, and you're it's consensual that there's straying, and if there's if it's consensual that there's um, any kind of um, BDSM play, as long as whatever you're doing is consensual, I am totally down with that. So when it comes to uh, I would say vanilla is where this is where people have been kind of misunderstood as being told that they're boring, where it's a traditional relationship. And sometimes that tradition actually works for you. Sometimes there's comfort in tradition. So what if that isn't wrong? And sometimes like for anybody who's ever watched 50 shades of gray or read the book or whatever, you'll know that um, the female character in it, um, her name is actually Anastasia. I know that because it's my middle name. So whatever her middle name is anyway, uh, it's my middle name. Her name is Anastasia too. And whatever the rest of her name is anyways. So that character, she starts off pretty shy, pretty unknowing. I think she was even a virgin. I can't fully remember. And um, ends up being uh, introduced to somebody who's wildly into kink. Like, not incredibly hardcore. He's not like cutting her open or anything like that. Um, but some some pretty uh, intense 
BDSM stuff that was out of character for her. So she got introduced to it and enjoyed it, even though she might have started out as vanilla. And one of the people on my uh, on my chat on Facebook said, one of the things you can do if somebody says that they're that they're vanilla is you can always just take them to a scene and let them observe and see how their body responds and see if they enjoy it. You know, it's observing it is one way to kind of get introduced to other things that are not totally traditional and it's not a totally traditional relationship and then have conversations. I know it's insane, but communication and conversation about this is key as well. So I know I'm going to say a lot of the same things over and over again, because we don't do them. We don't have conversations about sex, hardly ever. We don't have conversations about what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And usually when we're bored, we just get angry. Well, not we, I can't speak for everyone. I know for me, I have uh, my boredom leads to frustration and my frustration leads to anger. So I need to catch those things. I know that about myself. I have to catch myself in moments when the energy gets into frustration and it doesn't have to do with, it doesn't necessarily have to do with sex. I could be frustrated that laundry wasn't put away. Right. So I got to stop and go, okay, that's an, that's a moment of frustration. Does it really need to lead to anger? Cause I know for me, it can go there. It can go there fast. And I've spent a lot of my life observing my own behavior and where these things come from and why I behave the way I do. And then choosing to behave differently, consciously choosing to behave differently. So this has like been my life's process and, and always, and still, cause I'm alive, I'll still be working on that. So when um, there's a comment in the chat room, actually, that's uh, that a listener uh, mentioned that I can see how being uncomfortable with my body led me to not being present and then moving to boredom. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that is an amazing awareness. So for any of you out there, too, who are uncomfortable in your body and you're feeling like, well, I don't really know if I want to explore this or I don't really know if I would like to explore this with this person. Um, it may be a level of trust going on with the partner as well. And maybe that you're not comfortable with them. And it may be that you're not comfortable with you with them. So you don't trust that partner. So I can say that in my life, the partners I've had, anybody, there is a range of comfort with some of them. Some of them I had absolutely no trust with um, at all and would have like tried many times to just get out of it. And I did, I, I did get out of it. Um, but Somebody, for example, might suggest um, somebody that I didn't trust or enjoy their company might suggest something to me like, let's do anal. And I'd be like, nope, I'm never letting you do anal ever. But if, if I had a partner that I trusted and I enjoyed and I knew that they would listen to me and that they would, they would um, communicate with me so that I was safe, then I would agree to it. And for me, that is an amazing indicator of where you're at in your relationship. Because even anal sex is, is considered kind of on the verge of like kink, which is wild to me because I just think of it as something like it's just an option. But however, it's not traditional sex, right? However, again, when we look at um, 
historically, when we look at what was considered normal or what people would have been um, allowed to talk about, you know, like in circles of, of their own class or whatever, a lot of times they wouldn't necessarily be saying, oh, talking about oral sex or even having the language to talk about it, even though they might have been doing it, they might not have talked about it. And what ends up happening is that that gets like regarded as sort of kinky or weird, even though it's just an act of pleasure. So all to me, all acts of pleasure that are consensual that you've done many, many, if you've done the same act of pleasure that's consensual, like you've been spanked by exactly the same person, exactly the same way, three or 400 times, you might be bored of it. Then that might become vanilla in your eyes because you're now bored of it. Do you see what I'm getting to? Okay. I'm trying to formulate this is that anything can become vanilla as the judgment of vanilla being boredom. Anything can become the judgment of boredom that we're now terming vanilla in the sex world or that it's non-kink when it's something you've done repeatedly and repeatedly and it's become like a habit. And anything that's a habit, we tend to not get present with because we're doing it automatically. It's an automatic response system. It's not something that we have to be present with because we just know what to do. We just do it and it's like, okay, you're going to spank me for the 500th time here. I'll lift up my skirt. You spank me. Here we go. And it's like, that's it. Where the very first time might be like, whoa, what's happening. There's an anticipation energy. It's exciting. Things are new. Um, So even in that sense, sex for the very first time can become something quite kinky and erotic for you because it's sex for the first time or a certain type of pleasuring for the first time, no matter what that looks like. Like I think about when I was a teenager and maybe I was like fingered for the first time and I thought, wow, that was wild, right? It's like a wild experience. So that gets you out of your norm and gets out of your like lull in your doldrum. So this, this understanding of vanilla can be I think, I think we need to look at it differently. I know we do. I, need, I know that we need to stop judging it if somebody you know, labels themselves as vanilla or if um, your lover labors you, labels you as vanilla to not take it as an offense. I would think of it as, oh, so there are nuances. You find me exotic. This, this is a flavor that's been uh, trusted. If you think about it this way, it's actually a flavor that's been trusted for like, a couple hundred years. It's like if you ever go into a cake shop and you look around and you're like, I'm not sure. There's 72 different, you know, exotic flavors. There's like passion fruit and there's this and there's that and there's something that has a ganache filling in the middle. And I don't know what any of these are. Uh, I'm gonna go with the vanilla that has like vanilla whipped cream. That you know, you might just go with what you trust because everything else might seem odd. Um, I'm a little bit different with food. I'll be like, what is that weird thing that looks absolutely bizarre? I'd like to try that because I've never seen that before. Um, I like to test things. However, um, in my life, I'm quite vanilla in a lot of things. 
So I, there are some things that I like to be um, simplified and that are almost boring. It might be boring to others, but I, I like the reliability of it. I love the reliability of my partner. I love the, uh, the that I can, it's a, like, he's like a flavor I can rely on. And I love that. <laughs> so, so if you are in a relationship with somebody and you think you're bored, just stop for a second and go, wait, am I bored? Or is this a flavor I can rely on? Because maybe it's a flavor you can rely on. And it's, it's actually quite it gets almost like invigorating when you know it's a flavor you can rely on. If every time you go and get Briar's vanilla bean ice cream, you know that that vanilla Briar's ice cream is going to taste the same and that what you pair it with, you can imagine in your mind because you can rely on that flavor, you have a pretty good idea what it's going to taste like. Your body knows and your body has memory of it and your body has confidence in it too. And so your body can trust your information. Like your, you can trust your body's information when it comes to that vanilla, that Briar's vanilla ice cream, your body knows it, right? So some of these things are not such an insult as they come across to be. They can be a really beautiful commentary on the quality uh, and personality of the person. And I'm not saying that people who are vanilla have more quality. It's just a different relationship, right? That's not it. It's that I can rely on these. I can rely on these as qualities of the person. It doesn't make that that they are a quality. Sorry, I want to be clear that it's not. It's not a judgment about if they're a good quality person or a bad quality person. It's about their qualities as a person, who they are, and what what you can trust about them. Cool. I don't have people being all like, you are insulting me. That's not, this is all about getting out of the insults and getting out of the judgment and starting to really get the value of things you can rely on, but also the nuances of vanilla. Like, let's explore the nuances of vanilla in this next segment. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. You, we will be right back with some nuances on vanilla. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. 
take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So in this segment, we're going to look at the nuances of vanilla. Now, just like there's, for example, like so many different variations of chocolate, you can have like milk, white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, 90 cocoa. Um, and, and in relation to, um, we look at that in relation to sex and kinks and stuff. It's like going from the light kinks to the very dark and deep kinks where you might tie somebody up in your dungeon for three days and, you know, consensually tying them up for three days and uh, they might have a starvation kink or something. So um, if you have ever thought about it and thought it was torture, it probably is a kink. So it's not to judge that either. So all shades of chocolate, cool as long as it's consensual all shades of vanilla cool as long as that's consensual as well so if you are in a relationship where you're feeling like okay we're both vanilla and we are looking for a little bit of something else like we want to be vanilla with some smarties on top maybe or we want to be vanilla with chocolate chips and uh, my favorite is like vanilla with like fudge and salty salty peanuts saltier the better that is a great one it's like it's like what my grandpa used to put out as like a treat when i was a kid and it was like you have ice cream or you could have chocolate sauce and peanuts on it and it was like yes most of us were like vanilla probably in our heart but we would all be like yeah let's have the chocolate sauce and peanuts and those are the nuances so what do those nuances look like when it comes to your relationship and sex is that it can be like traditional sex you could be having traditional as in, um, we'll just call it traditional heterosexual cisgender sex. That's what we're gonna term it for now. So you could be in a relationship, cisgender, heterosexual, heteronormative sex, and you are um, having, say for example, missionary style sex and you like it, cool. And now you're like, okay, it's been 35 years of missionary. I'd like to try something else. And so one day you say to your lover, what do you think of bringing in some strawberries to the bedroom and you can stick them on my nipples you can bite them and then you can drag them all over my nipples and lick it off what do you think 
Now that might be even a little extreme moving out of that, but it's just like strawberries on top, right? You haven't really changed position. You've just added a little flavor to it. That, I mean, that's like vanilla with some sprinkles on top, right? That isn't even like, that isn't even considered that ultra kinky, but it could, it could just bring a little bit of something to the relationship. So to embrace your vanilla is to check your level of enjoyment first, like from a scale of zero to 10, you know, zero being, I'm not enjoying this 10 being, yeah, my body like really likes it and check your body. Cause it's your body. The one that's liking it. You know, you can get these fantasies from watching porn and think you want to try it. And then when reality hits, it's just a shit show. So you're going to go from zero as this is not working for me at all to 10. This is really working for me. And I love it. And I'd like you to just check the scale for you of like, what level of enjoyment are you at with your vanilla sex life? And if you're at like seven, eight, and you're like, so what is it that could bring it? The question then to me would be, whatever, wherever you're at, whether it's a three, a four, a five, a six, seven, eight, a nine, what could bring it to, say, if you're at a three, what could bring it to a five? If you're at a nine, what could bring it to a 10? We want to go up incrementally. We don't want to go from three to 10 necessarily right away. Um, for a few reasons, to me, it's like a New Year's resolution that you tend to just try and change things too dramatically. You're probably not going to stick with it. So the idea is that you change things to me is like you take the change and you do it incrementally and you invite it into your life, just like a new partner. And it's a new habit. We're going to invite it in gradually and we're going to see if it works. And then it's kind of like... Um, uh, what's there, there used to be like an old fashioned word courting. It's like courting a courting, a new way of being in the bedroom. So if you're at like a three right now, I would encourage you to just check out one or two things that you could add into your life. Now I have about, I have at least 300 episodes that you can go through and there might be one or two that just might spark you and go, Oh, I did one about, um, aphrodisiac buffets and Vanilla is considered an aphrodisiac, even if you just brought in the smell of vanilla. Could be ranking your relationship into a different trajectory. Just taking it off into a little different trajectory. Ooh, we just added scent. That's different. That's cool. And it gives you a new, new little flair, something different. It, it, it does add to the relationship. So you can take all the things you love and add to it. It's that you're taking the things that you love. Now, if you're repeatedly engaging in activity that you don't love, that is a whole other level of change that's required. If you are continually putting yourself into a position sexually where you regret it afterwards, or if you're like, ugh, that was so boring, you need to take some of the other uh, podcasts I've done on honoring your body and listening to your body and moving towards the sex that will actually contribute to joy in your life and have your body go, yay, thank you for bringing me this lover. I love you for bringing me this lover. And your body will bring you lovers that will have it sing. And even if it's what seems like a vanilla kind of situation, your body will sing because your lover is going to be the person who brings a different energy to the situation. So if you are in relationship and you're at like zero right now, there are a few things to check out in terms of like, if you're at like, I absolutely do not like my vanilla lifestyle 
and I don't like the sex I'm having it in, having in it, then I get you to be a little creative. I have a list. You can go over to Inspired Choices Network. There's a list of do's, don'ts, and maybes. I think that's what I called it. And on it, um, you can, there's, there's about, I don't know, I think about listed about 60 or 70 things that are fairly vanilla, but they can also add a little spice. And you can go through that list. You can download it. It's free. Um, you can go through that list. Uh, on the one page, I have three columns. And you on the second page, there's a list of different things. And you can just put them in the columns. And you can check for yourself, like, what are some things you really don't like anymore? Maybe a missionary position is not comfortable anymore. And maybe you're, you got a tilted pelvis or something, or something's just not working for you. So you want to look at how you can have a comfortable, enjoyable sex that your body really enjoys, right? So you might even change positions. That, believe it or not, is adding a little chocolate sauce and some of those super salty peanuts to your very vanilla sex life. There's only a judgment if you judge it, and it's only a judgment if you accept the judgments of others about your relationship. So if, you're, if you embrace it and you're like, not only do I have a vanilla sex life, I'm having more sex than most people who have dark, 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 chocolate lifestyles so and not just more of it but more enjoyable or more connected so it's the to me it's not necessarily about the quality of the sex it's the i mean it is about the quality not the quantity right so even if you're having more it could be the quality is more for you like you really enjoy even if it's like an hour or two a week you're just like that was a great hour or two a week you know um, cumulatively or something like to have it so that it's something that it's like sitting down to a fantastic meal where you're like, Hmm, that vanilla cake, not only was it a good cake, it was one of the best vanilla cakes I've ever had moisture level, top notch. You could see the vanilla beans. There were 13 different kinds of vanilla from around the world in that vanilla cake. And then, you know, even with your partner, you can have that moment of stop and gratitude and acknowledge that all those great things in there, those 13 flavors of vanilla that they offer you. There can be, um, whether it's the way their body moves, it's whether the way they appreciate you and your body, the way they uh, acknowledge you, the way that they communicate with you, the way that they enjoy your body as well and enjoy your company. All of those add to it so much. So if you think you're not having the greatest time, it's time to evaluate so that you can embrace either a vanilla sex life that you would like to have, or maybe a vanilla sex life. Maybe it's more Neapolitan. Maybe sometimes it's vanilla and sometimes it's a little chocolate. Um, could be Neapolitan. So not sure what strawberry is in this case because I've seen no references to strawberry as a flavor but I wanted to throw strawberries in earlier because that's a visual I had like a strawberry that's bitten off and it's just like juice strawberry juice all over your body being looked off sounds really good and scrumptious so that, there's an idea and you know a lot of the ideas I have on this show are pretty I would say that they're 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 not high kink I have 
I have um, colleagues who have amazing shows that are uh, more elevated in the kink levels. And that is their, not only their, um, their coaching practice, like how they coach as well, but it's also their lifestyle and they live it, they talk it. And um, that's all we can do. Right. So I, um, I do have probably quite a lot of experience in what would be called the vanilla world. And I also know that those vanilla worlds of sex life can be really enjoyable and they can have nuances. You could have one night, you might just have your partner might just go, can I just spank your bum? And you might be like, I don't know, let's try it. And that could be adding that little chocolate sauce on top. Frankly, I am a huge lover of spanking. Um, I don't have, we don't like sit down and go, let's have spanking time. But my husband lover, he knows, and I just get a random, I could be walking down the hallway of our house or getting up from bed and you'll give me a good swat. And I like it. So <laughs> I like it a lot. And so, <laughs> so that for some people would be too kinky or not cool or whatever. Um, it's, it's like a unspoken agreement in our house that you smack butts. That's, that is fun and that's what happens. So um, when you know that and, um, you know, even to, to the people doing it, they might be like, this is just how we are. And for other people, they might be like, well, you guys are like really weird and kinky, but in your life, you're like, that's just us. That's just who we are. So you don't see it that way. And for other people, you know, walking around tweaking each other's nipples is normal um, and commonplace in everyday behavior. And to other people, they might think that that's very kinky and odd, but for them, they're like, this is just how we behave. So the judgment of vanilla is just that, it's a judgment. So if somebody calls you that and you get offended, check out why, why are you offended? Are they trying to say that they're better at you than sex? How would they even know? All right, so we're going to head to the next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and you'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we're talking about embracing your vanilla sex life. Why would you embrace your vanilla sex life? Well, for one, we're going to gauge whether this 
that you're referring to as your vanilla sex life is actually a sex life that works for you. So you're going to gauge that from zero to 10. How much is it working for you? And then ask the question of like, what can I do to add to this so that I can like rank up on my own scale? You know, you could rank from a three to a four. And would that, would that be adding something um, as simple as a different position uh, to have sex? And would that be adding food? Would that be adding anything that it, it may seem really small, but it can change the like the tra trajectory of your sex life. It's those incremental changes that often change the trajectory of things. Um, sometimes when we take a giant leap, we can't always sustain it. But sometimes when we take those little ones and, oh, let's just try this little thing this time. Oh, a little strawberry. And next time it turns into a smorgasbord of all food that has um, all kind of uh, aphrodisiac qualities. And you're like, whoa, we went from strawberry one day to six months later, we're having an aphrodisiac buffet. Woo, that's exciting. Um, it's that one little step that sometimes changes the trajectory. So if you are bored though, ch uh, check that, like, is there something that you would like to do that would rank you up? Talk to your partner about that. All of this needs to be consensual. We know that's true. And it may come down to the relationship. This doesn't work for you. Like I mentioned earlier, there um, in my life, I have had lovers who I just didn't really like as people, I guess. So I didn't trust them. And I didn't trust them enough to um, allow certain behavior. So that, um, that was a really great thing for me to know about myself, to go, oh, I actually don't really like myself with you and I don't trust you as a person. So I don't trust. And, and if that happens, the ability to do anything even remotely kinky is very difficult um, for the most part because it requires an incredible level of trust that the person will listen to you, will say, understand when you're saying yes or no, or the red light yellow light, green light, giving you the signals for what's okay and not okay. Because if they don't respect you anyway, if they don't respect themselves, and if you don't trust them, or if you, what you do is that you trust that you know that they're not going to honor you, then there's some issue going on. That's called time to reevaluate the relationship. Because even when I was in that kind of relationship for like years, it was, I had reevaluated about 17 times all over those years. And it was one of those relationships that takes a lot that when you get out, you realize what you were in and you're like, holy mega Lasaurus. I was like in that. And you look back and you're like, wow, I survived like an internal war and I did it. So, so when you are with somebody that you trust, the chances are you will probably be like, yeah, you can try that on me. Let's see what happens. Let's see how it shows up. And then there's more uh, conversation. And also when you are with somebody that you trust, you'll also know that if, if you've given them a hard no, that they're not going to violate that hard no. So uh, I, I know I had actually, when I first started dating my husband, he was very clear about his hard nose within our first five dates. He laid out his hard nose like I've never seen. And I was so impressed by that. I was like, it was just like a blanket statement of 
not this, not this, not this, and not this. And I'm like, wow, you really know what you like and what you don't like. And I, I like truly admire that. And it sometimes takes a lot of experimenting in life and play, playing around. And like, even if it's with one partner, or if it's with 30 partners, it doesn't really matter, but it's, it's testing things out to know what you do, like what you don't like. And what I did think about too on break was sometimes we might be vanilla in our real life, but we're actually incredibly kink in our fantasy life. Like I'm sure you guys have heard me say time and time again, that in my fantasy world, I'm like queen of receiving bukkake. And like in my fantasy world, I, um, I am such a voyeur and exhibitionist and the things I do in my fantasies are phenomenal and I should be a porn star in my fantasies. And in reality, I know, I know, and I can trust about me that, that there is a level of, um, there's, there's things that I'm aware of that I know that if I, if I ever chose that, that I would be in, have, have incredible scrutiny about who I would choose to be involved in any of that. I've come to learn that about myself, which is pretty cool because I used to think, no, I could just get out in front of every crowd or blah, blah, blah. And it's because it's all my fantasy says I can. And now I'm like wisening up maybe my older times and I'm wisening up and I'm like, eh, maybe I'm more way more scrutiny there. And maybe that crowd would have to pay a hell of a lot of money. Maybe I value myself a hell of a lot more than I did when I was 20. Maybe things have changed. And I mentioned that because things do change and they might change where you go from vanilla to a little bit more dark chocolate in your life for an experiment for once or twice. And then you might go back to vanilla. Although a lot of people say that it's just impossible to go back to vanilla. I wouldn't say that that's the case. I'd say that it's just different and it's to be with your lover, whoever they are in that moment and be present with yourself and them and then communicate and figure out what works for you. So I want you to stay tuned in and turned on from next week. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. I want you to stay tuned in and turned on till next week. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.